Oconee State Bank is now serving Gwinnett. With the opening of a new commercial loan center, Oconee State Bank is proud to offer businesses in Gwinnett the type of remarkable service owners expect from their local community bank and financial partner. Their commercial bankers Josh Osborne and Mike Fulton have a combined 38 years of serving Gwinnett and are ready to help. Learn more about Oconee State Bank, their new Gwinnett Commercial Loan Center, and their mission to create remarkable experiences at OconeeStateBank.com. Member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Senesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Beyond the Cupola, presented by Oconee State Bank. At Oconee State Bank, experience remarkable. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Beyond the Cupola, brought to you by Oconee State Bank. I'm Mike Salmon, and a reminder that this show, we usually have Oconee State Bank customers, community members, or team members come on, and they talk about the stories of their success and inspiration. And today we have a great guest when it comes to success and inspiration. Uh, Matt Hyatt is the uh, the CEO, president, founder, chief poobah of uh, Rocket IT. It's, of course, an IT company. And uh, Matt's had a lot of success in the Gwinnett market. And today we're going to talk about entrepreneurship and successfully running your business. And so, Matt, it's uh, always good to see you. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you, Mike. I'm glad to be here. Appreciate it. Before we get into entrepreneurship and, and, and your story, tell us about Rocket IT and what your company does. Well, you know, you, you mentioned that we're an IT company. And while I suppose that's true, I often think of it as a, really a service company. We're a service organization that happens to specialize in the IT space. And so we come alongside our partners in the community that would be businesses, nonprofits, municipalities, and we partner with them to really be their IT department. And that's everything from the support of their folks so using computers every day, but also the strategy for the uh, executives and the stakeholders and the organizations, too. How long has Rocket IT been around? We started back in 95. So I think this is uh, 23 years for us now. Wow. So tell us the day you had your aha moment where you said, <laughs> you know what, I want to go into business for myself. I'm going to assume you worked for somebody else before you decided to become your own business owner. Well, that's true. You know, I don't know if I can point to the day, but I will tell you this. I remember riding the school bus when I was a kid, looking out the window, the businesses we were passing, trying to figure out what kind of business I might like to own someday. And so it was really something that I think uh, somewhere in my childhood, uh, some seed was planted and uh, I was always interested in starting my own business. And so you're right. I did go work for other organizations when I was getting started. But when I was laid off from one of those organizations unexpectedly, that's when I took the opportunity to start my business. How young when you, when you started thinking that way? Well, like I said, school bus. So probably uh, middle school, high wow. school, somewhere around there. <laughs> okay. So eventually, of course, you start Rocket IT. What made you go into that field? You know, I was really fascinated by computers from an early age. I mean, I remember from a very early age, probably elementary school, seeing uh, an uncle that had a computer, and I was just fascinated by the device. Over time, I uh, found myself spending more time with computers, and it was just something that I was interested in. I liked the, the appeal uh, of uh, really building something great with uh, technology, and so I was fascinated by that part of it. And so when it came time to choose what field my business was going to be in, uh, computers seemed like a really good fit. So you've been in business 23 years. Right. It's growing. You've been very successful. I think anybody who's in business in, in Gwinnett County has heard of Rocket IT. You Thank won you. <laughs> numerous awards, very involved with the chamber. What do you attribute your success to? 
it's all about people. Uh, it really is. We've got good folks that, that work at Rocket IT that have helped me build the business. I've had mentors over the years that have invested in me and, and helped me along the way. And then, of course, our clients and uh, partners in the community like our chamber and so forth, all big part of the success. Uh, you know, no, no man's an island, and that's certainly true in this case. Uh, there are a lot of folks that have helped me along the way. You know, Matt, there's that saying that, uh, you know, entrepreneurs will work 80 to 100 hours a week to avoid <laughs> working for 40 hours a week for somebody else. Right. Do, do you find that being the case when, well, when you're the man in charge of it all? Well, yes and no. I mean, certainly in the early days of Rocket IT, there were a lot of long weeks, you know, a lot of hours uh, yeah. spent. Uh, these days, uh, the, the, the formal part of, of uh, being uh, on staff, not so bad. Uh, actually, a pretty cushy job these days. On the other hand, you know, life as an entrepreneur, you're always on. I was awake last night. You're thinking about the business. What's going on with the business? Technically, I'm off today, but I've checked in with my team and I've checked to make sure that everything's working the way it's supposed to. I've thought about the business a lot. So on one hand, you work very little. On the other hand, you work all the time. Uh, It just depends on how you think about things, I think. I think you kind of touched upon it too. It's it's the people And, and the people are the company. Um, that makes your job a lot easier and, and, and it allows you to, to do other things as well. I've met several of the people at Rocket IT and they're all great folks. They are. How are you finding good people? How do you vet through people to r- know that you're getting the kind of person you want to have at Rocket IT? You know, it's about relationships. We really try and build relationships with, uh, with our community and that includes the folks that are prospective uh, team members uh, for our organization. And so a lot of the folks that work at Rocket IT were introduced uh, to us in one way or another, maybe not necessarily that they applied for a job, but we got together and have coffee and get to know one another and say, you know, uh, I feel like there might be an opportunity for you. Why don't you come in and talk with us? Some of it is a little more formal. Uh, For example, we partner with our local schools, uh, Gwinnett Tech, uh, Georgia Gwinnett College. uh, And so we've got an internship program and we'll bring new folks in through that program quite a bit too. And that works well also. I think a lot of it always is a reflection of of the person at the top. So I want to ask you about your management style <laughs> and how how you manage your people. Sure, you know I think uh, uh, we tried it not to use the word manage uh, as much. We manage things and we lead people, right? That's uh, that's kind of what what we're after. And so uh, from uh, from the perspective of leading our folks, it's really about building influence uh, and apprenticing uh, the folks that work at Rocket IT. My thought is, is, you know, if I can teach the folks around me to run every aspect of the business, well, suddenly it's not as dependent on Matt Hyatt himself getting out of bed every morning and showing up at the office and doing all the things. Uh, But if I can uh, work with my team over a long period of time and show them how I make decisions and uh, uh, what's valuable to me and uh, what's important in the business, then they're empowered to run the day-to-day aspects of the business and maybe even longer term too. But, but where'd that come from? Because that's easier said than done. There's a lot of folks that <laughs> it's hard to let go. Where, where did that come from for you? Where did you learn that? <laughs> you know, uh, I wish that I could say that, uh, you know, did it just you, came you, to me. You read a good a book dream, or something? Right? I read a great book, but yeah. you know, it's been years and years of uh, practice and doing it wrong. And so by process of elimination, <laughs> I kind of got to something that, that works, I think, over time. You know, years ago when, when I first moved the business out of the house and really started hiring employees, the goal really was that I wanted a flat organization. I had this idea that 
hey, you know what? If if I lead this business and then there are no managers beneath me, everyone works with me and and everyone reports directly to me, then everyone's got equal influence in the organization. We can get things done that way. Yeah. Well, it didn't quite work out that way. You know, over a period of time, what I discovered was that there was a, uh, a bottleneck and you're looking at them right now. That was me. You know, I read somewhere or heard somewhere that uh, every organization is its growth is limited by its leadership capacity. And man, when I heard that, I realized that this awesome idea I had of keeping a flat organization was actually keeping us stuck at a certain level because I was the bottleneck. I, I, the company was limited by my capacity to lead. And so when I started realizing that that was what was preventing us from growing, I realized, you know what, I need to invest in folks that can help expand our leadership capacity. And that's when I really started building a leadership team. And even that wasn't an overnight thing. You know, it's taken years uh, to uh, to find the right people and to invest in them and to uh, help them grow and for them to get into mindset where they can help lead the company. Today, I've got a very strong leadership team in place. They do an awesome job of uh, leading the day-to-day uh, aspects of the business and longer term too. They're getting to the point now where they're making real decisions about uh, our strategy and where we're going as an organization. And uh, that frees me up to... Uh, think about other things and spend time, you know, with my wife and uh, and family, and and really to uh, focus on really long term visionary type things of what we want to do as an organization, who we want to be. And I would think your folks feeling like they c- can make a difference, that there's going to be uh, they're going to stick around a little longer. There's not the turnover that you might see with other companies, especially in your field, the IT field. I sure hope so. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think maybe you and I have talked once before that. My vision for Rocket IT is that uh, it sees its 100th anniversary someday. And uh, 23 years in, we're 23% of the way. So I feel like we're on the right track here. (laughs) But one thing I know is when we see that 100th anniversary, well, you know, I started the business when I was 25. I'm thinking I'm probably not going to be around to see that 100th anniversary. So there has to be a transition at some point. There has to be a handoff uh, of the uh, the reins uh, for my business so that the team is capable of running it. And uh, that that's really the vision for the business long-term is get those folks uh, empowered to really start seeing, hey, how do we make sure that this business, that the foundation is built, that this business has the potential to see its 100th anniversary? We're empowering our team to do that. I hope that means that they realize, hey, we need to stick around a long time to make sure that that happens, right? And so uh, we hope every time we hire an employee, mm-hmm. that that's a lifer. We hope every time we hire a new member of the team that they want to be part of the Rocket IT family forever. And uh, that doesn't always work out, but uh, we've got a number of folks now that have been there for years and years, and and I love that. It's almost a, a lost legacy of our, our culture. Years ago, our grandparents and their parents would work for the same company their right. entire life. You don't see that anymore. Unfortunately, I think you've just seen a lot of people that have been burned by that. You know, we've had, I know I you were asking there, earlier there's no about, loyalty on either side there is really right from the employer as well as the employee right you were asking earlier about the entrepreneurship bug and, and where did that come from and you know i don't know that i can put my finger on it but i can tell you this that i saw uh, my parents uh, laid off uh, i saw them have to switch careers i saw my dad uh, be put in dangerous situations uh, working in construction and uh that sort of breaks this idea of loyalty and that uh, my my employer cares about me. 
I think that was a big draw for me to sort of say, all right, well, I'm not going to let that happen. Uh, I'm going to make sure that, uh, that I'm in charge. But with that comes a responsibility and an opportunity to change people's mindsets. You know what? I am going to be loyal to my team. I am going to make sure that what I'm doing, that I really believe that it's for their best interests, that I'm working in their best interests. And if I can do that, maybe I can rebuild some of that trust and hopefully they stick around for a long time because they like that. Well, and also as an entrepreneur myself, there are times when you're going to put your employees ahead of you where maybe you don't get paid this time and, and they do. I mean, yeah. you do things like that. Uh, you know, they don't usually know that, but that right. has happened for sure. Absolutely. We're talking with uh, Matt Hyatt. He is the founder of uh, Rocket IT, a very successful company here in Gwinnett County that serves uh, areas all over uh, Atlanta and probably all over the country, I'm guessing. Yes. Our focus really is right here in our backyard. So uh, from a uh, community outreach, relationship building, uh, from a sales and marketing focused. We're focused right here in our backyard. We still value that face-to-face relationship. Yeah. And quite honestly, in IT, as, as advanced as we are these days, there are still things that you have to physically touch uh, to uh, get them working or to set them up and so forth. So our focus is here in our backyard. However, we don't turn folks away. And so when we get a phone call from Atlanta or Kalamazoo. We literally had a client in Kalamazoo for years uh, or the West Coast. Uh, we'll, we'll pursue that. And if it makes sense, we'll try and add value and help. Uh, but uh, because of that community focus, I'd say that the majority of our clients are right here in the backyard in Gwinnett. You're listening to Beyond the Cupola, brought to you by Oconee State Bank here on Business Radio X. And we're hearing a story of success and inspiration uh, regarding entrepreneurship. And And one of the things that we we, we touched upon before you came on is uh, encouraging your team members and your employees to, 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 to think like entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. How do you make that happen? <laughs> it's, a, it's a thousand little things, I think. You know, but I, I'll tell you this. Every single person that works at Rocket IT has a stake in the outcome, right? There's, it's in our, all of our best interest to do what's right for the organization and make sure that we can continue uh, to pursue our purpose and our mission uh, to serve our clients. So uh, getting that mindset right is certainly key uh, to uh, helping folks really think like entrepreneurs, getting folks really on board with purpose and, and the values critically important to the organization. Ultimately, like I said earlier, you, you've really got to focus on creating an apprenticeship environment for every single member of the team. Uh, so certainly that applies to the leadership team, but it applies uh, right on down the line, uh, even to our interns. That's part of what we're trying to accomplish there. So Rocket IT, every single member of the team has a mentor. That individual will meet with their mentor every week purpose of that meeting is really about ensuring the success of the individual. That's what we're after. Part of what we're trying to do is uh, we share quite openly the metrics of the company. There are financials, uh, how things are going with our client satisfaction rating, uh, how we're doing on uh, efficiency, utilization of our team. All of that is shared openly. Uh, It's shared uh, not only on uh, electronic boards on the wall, uh, but also we have a weekly staff meeting where various members of the team are coming up and self-reporting on the metrics that are critical to our success. And so when we do that, it allows our team to really see how the business functions and what those key performance indicators are that tell us whether or not we're on track. If we find something that's 
off track, then we can shine some attention on it. We can take care of it. All of it is trying to give our team the same kinds of tools that I have as the entrepreneur so that they can make decisions as if they are, in fact, a business owner. Sounds like you have a level of transparency at Rocket IT. Is there Indeed. a point, Matt, where there could be too much transparency, where too much is, is not a good thing? Sometimes, but usually it's when that's true, it's the absence of education that makes it so. So, for example, if I were to uh, walk in and uh, share critical compensation data, uh, or if I were to share profit data or balance sheet information, any of those things, in the absence of education and information, it could be very dangerous, right? Yeah. Somebody could get the wrong idea. Oh my gosh, you know, we, we either don't make a lot of money or we do make a lot of money, whichever it might be. Because that education isn't in place, it could be easy for someone to sort of misunderstand or misinterpret that data. So what's important for us, I think, is that uh, we're training our team uh, through example, through uh, books, through mentoring, through education, uh, on why those metrics are important and what a healthy range looks like, and then sharing bits and pieces of, of the information. Certainly, we've had times where I feel like, you know, I wish, I wish I hadn't shared that piece of data quite so soon. But it's usually an education thing, not a trust thing. It's just, hey, we need to make sure that there's context so you know how to use the information that I've shared. And if we do that well, you know what? We can run most things pretty darn open. We're talking entrepreneurship with um, Matt Hyatt of Rocket IT. As we go back 23 years, Matt, to when you were starting out, there's always the fear of failure. Were there times in the early years where you thought, man, I just, I just don't know if I can do this anymore. Maybe I should have <laughs> tried something else or I made a mistake. Absolutely. I mean, those thoughts creep into your head, don't they? Sure, of course. Uh, they probably creep in my head in the last 24 hours. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, in all seriousness, absolutely. Uh, you know, you would like to think, certainly as a, as a young person dreaming of this business, you're going to start someday. The idea is, okay, we're going to start here and just going to be a steady climb high into the right on the chart, right? It's going to be amazing. Well, in reality, my business certainly hasn't worked that way. It's been, you know, one step forward and two steps back sometimes. There have been low points, many of them uh, over the years. Uh, but that makes the high points that much better, doesn't it? They're pretty darn sweet yeah. <laughs> when, uh, when you're uh, uh, looking at that contrasting to the low. Absolutely. You're here as a guest of Oconee State Bank, and, and yeah. we appreciate you coming on in. Talk about your relationship uh, with the bank, uh, and, and which allowed you to, to, to join us today across, across the table from me. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I do have a relationship with Oconee State Bank. And you know what? It started the same way that, uh, that I told you that we found our team members, the same way that we find our clients. It was about relationships. Uh, I had a relationship with uh, Neil Stevens, the CEO. Uh, and over time, I was introduced to various members of his team and developed relationships with them. And it's been a very positive uh, friendship over the years. Uh, what not too terribly long ago, uh, last year, as a matter of fact, uh, we decided to uh, buy a commercial building as an investment uh, for my family and, and as a future home for Rocket IT. And uh, when we started looking for financing for that building, we interviewed all kinds of banks uh, from around the area. A lot of great banks in the area, to be honest. Uh, but when it came down to time to make the decision, uh, we felt like the strongest relationship 
the bank that uh, cared most about the outcome and was most willing to uh, uh, really work with us for a win-win solution was the Coney State Bank. And so we ended up uh, working with the Coney State Bank to finance our building. Uh, we do have a line of credit there with uh, with Rocket IT that uh, try not to use very often, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, but uh, but we do have that in place. And so that's been a big part of our start with a relationship with Oconee State Bank. And I think that says a lot about Oconee State Bank because you probably had plenty of banks that were happy to give you money. We did. We had, uh, surprisingly, you know, <laughs> I say that because this was our first commercial real estate purchase. Mm-hmm. You read about it. You talk to your uh, friends that are entrepreneurs about it. And uh, you sort of study the idea. And, and when I did that, all of my data points said, this is not going to be easy. You know, the bar is going to be set pretty high. You're going to have to look a certain way, uh, have a certain setup in order to make this work. Well, it turns out that uh, wasn't nearly as hard uh, as I thought it might be. And so we did have a number of banks that, uh, that said yes. Uh, and really, it came down to just making the choice between several good options for the one that would work best long term for us uh, and for our bank. I think they obviously value the relationship with you as well because they asked you to be a little bit more involved as they branch into Gwinnett County. Talk about uh, that. They did. So uh, uh, one of the things that Oconee State Bank is looking to do is uh, really expand their reach beyond uh, their historic uh, area of the Watkinsville and and sort of East Georgia area uh, into Gwinnett County and and the uh, metro Atlanta area. And so when they were Looking at doing that, they decided that the best uh, thing to do was to build a board of local uh, leaders, uh, local community folks. And uh, I was among the folks that they talked to, and I agreed to come in and and help them with their Gwinnett uh, board as they launched their product and and their service here in this area. Well, Matt, as we wrap things up here, and we appreciate your time, it's been a lot of fun talking to you. Going back to entrepreneurship, if you had a piece of advice to give to that entrepreneur, somebody who wants to start their own business today, what would you tell them? Do it. <laughs> Go for it. it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I will say, and, and this, I might be perhaps a little bit biased or perhaps I've got uh, blinders on a little bit because I'm in the technology space. So often I see these uh, guys and gals that are starting uh, businesses in the technology space and the whole idea is we're just trying to get a viable product so that we can get funding from investors. We're looking for angel funding. We're looking for venture capital funding. And boy, I'll tell you what, I really think that's a mistake. There are so many opportunities out there, so many things that this world needs. And really, if we can focus on building a great business that's self-sustaining, that does not require outside investment, and we have a longer view of things, boy, I think that would serve the world a lot better. And I think it'd work well for the entrepreneurs too. Now, it's not an easy path, but raising money is not so easy. Also, I think it's just a bit short-sighted. I would, I would take, you know, 100-year guy, I guess uh, I have a long view on this, but, uh, but I would encourage entrepreneurs to really think about how they can bootstrap a company, mm-hmm. start it, you know, without funding, right. and then build a viable product and grow from there. Absolutely. Great stuff. Well, Mac, continued success. Congratulations on all your success. 23 years. 
I don't think either one of us will be around for that 100-year anniversary, <laughs> right. but uh, there's no doubt that Rocket IT will see that one day uh, in about, what, 77, 67 years? Something if I'm like doing that, my yeah. math right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, congratulations, and thanks for joining us. Thank you, Mike. Glad to be here. Uh, I, should, I would be remiss without asking for those that would like to find out more about Rocket IT, look into using your services or hiring out your company. Where can they get more information? Uh, thanks, Mike. Uh, yeah, you can visit our website, rocketit.com, R-O-C-K-E-T. IT.com. Uh, of course, you can always call us too. We still use those old fashioned phones. Really? All right. 770-441-2520. You are unique. You are different. <laughs> That's great. Thanks again, Matt. Matt Hyatt, our guest from Rocket IT here on Beyond the Cupola, brought to you by Oconee State Bank. And a reminder, you can listen to this show uh, live every Thursday at one o'clock in the afternoon. And you can also listen to any of our previous episodes anytime you want, 24-7, by going to Business Radio X, click on the Gwinnett Gwinnett Studio, and you'll see the Oconee State Bank logo. Click on Beyond the Cupola, and all the shows are there. All these shows are also available on iTunes for download, and you can also follow us on Twitter and uh, Facebook and LinkedIn as well. For my producer, Trey, I'm Mike. We hope you've enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next time here on Beyond the Cupola.